Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Listen In Podcast with Jake and Sean. We are up to episode 113, and we are continuing with our Kanye West March Madness bracket. But first, Jake, Mm. we have some hot thoughts about new music. Do you ever, like I do, sometimes forget where we got the phrase hot thoughts and the uh, fact that it's even another thing? It, it, it has taken on the thing of you say a word so many times it stops losing, or it loses all its meaning. And that's kind of where we're at with hot thoughts, where, it, what was this, a year and a half ago, the, that Spoon album yeah. came out. We were like, oh, this is funny. It sounds like hot takes, but hot it's takes. about thoughts. Yeah. So we called this segment hot thoughts. Yeah. Sometimes I would legitimately forget and that. And then we changed it to hot Thoughts, as in tho that hoe over there, that hoe over there. Yeah, and of, we kind of go back and forth. I, when I say it, sometimes I say it as I'm saying hot thoughts, as in something I'm thinking, yep. and then other times I say it as thoughts, as in that hoe over there. Right. So I, I go both, and the listeners probably they can't tell they, because which they're one. because they're homonyms. That's right. They, That's they, right. They can't discern the difference. That's right. And maybe didn't know. No. But no. yeah, it comes from a spoon song. Uh, okay, so hot thoughts, Jake. We had the new Mount Erie album come out this past week. That we did. It's entitled Now Only, just seven tracks long. Uh, this is the follow-up to A Crow Looked at Me uh, that came out last year. One of the, the better albums that came out in 2017. This is a companion album, I would say. It's taking a lot of the same themes about the death of Phil Evermum's... Elverum, I think. Elverum. He, uh, sorry about that, Phil. Uh, taking the, He's listening right now. He's like, he's like fuck you, Sean. Fuck, man. Come on. Did us getting coffee mean nothing? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know. We didn't get coffee no, with Phil Elverum. No, well, uh, But this is the follow-up um, to A Crow Looked at Me, Jake. A lot of the same themes, dealing with his wife's death, with death in general, with raising their child without her, and kind of the, the aftermath of loss. So I've listened to this one time so far, and a similar theme to what A Crow Looked at Me was like, where I, I couldn't listen a ton. Um, I really enjoyed that one listen. I feel like it's interesting, because it is it does share a lot of the same themes. I feel like there there is a distinction in that this one has more of a remove, which makes sense, because yeah. it's coming out later. The other one, I feel like there was there were more songs that were about the process of dying, yeah. and death, and right. and the aftermath. But there was still more in the moment stuff. It was yeah, and it was more like immediately after. Yeah. Yeah. This one has a little context behind it, mm-hmm. and it's twinges of well, not twinges. It's still like I'm like crying over things, but it's right. more like I'm living with this day to day rather than it absolutely destroying me. Like he talks about. The daily routine of like getting their daughter ready for school or whatever, and right, you know, dude, and like the those, little moments that kind of like ruin him throughout the day. And those lyrics about when he's like, he says something to the effect of like how much you would have enjoyed her yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, dude, th- that's the like these albums are amazing. Yeah, they're so hard to listen they're to. They crush me, man. Very, very heavy. I will say, I think. Now only is a little easier to listen to than a crow looked at me. Like I, for That's a, for a I long time, I could only ever listen to a crow looked at me once before returning to it. This one I've listened a couple times already, and I've gone back to I think one or two of the songs another time after that as well. So you've listened more. So I'll ask you: Do you think some of that does have to do with what we were talking about? That like sort of the fact that we're at a bit more of a remove now. Oh, one hundred percent. As a result, it feels a little more reflective. Yes. Whereas it was. A crow looked at me was too raw sometimes. A crow looked at me feels like you're in the fire. Yeah. This is like, okay, I have a little context. Yeah, I have context. Like, I went through a really shitty thing, and so did this other person. And And it still fucking hurts. Yeah. But. And it won't ever feel great. Right. Right. But I can I can speak to it with a little bit more context. And, and, and he and there's there's one song I can't remember which one it is, but he's talking about how, you know, if I could talk to you, you'd say like live your life. And yeah. not to be so hung up on this necessarily. I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of the theme. I think it was towards the end of the record too. I think he's starting to come around to the fact that, like, yes, this is a really hard thing. This sucks, and it's always going to affect me. But I also need to live my life. That's what this record, I think, is kind of getting at. The 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 stuff. Some of this really resonated with me too, for reasons that. Um, in in my extended family, there's been some some death lately. Right. Some some that have hit people close to me right. very hard. And there was a uh, a part where he was singing about it's the first song. I think it's Tintin in Tibet, mm-hmm. and he he was singing like I sing to you, 
but you're not there. And, and it's just a meditation on that thought. And at first I was like, yeah, okay. Like I know what he's saying. And I was like, wait a minute. Really think about that. Like this person doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Like their body does maybe or their ashes do. And he, which he mentions. Yeah. He's like, you're just ash now. Yeah. Like you, you, unless you believe in afterlife or something like really, like this person doesn't hear this and will never right. hear it. Right. They don't know that you're doing it. What I really like too about this album and and he did the, he did this on a crow look at me too. He almost pokes fun at some of the weird rituals people do when grieving yeah. and and with death, where they almost don't make any sense, but we do them. He's like, I paid someone for a box of your ashes, and now I have your ashes, and it's like, okay, right, now what? And then he talks about like I, you know, go and sing these death songs at a festival, and like it's just. He's kind of like, what, what does any of this mean? Right, dude. And like, I, I had some of the similar thoughts. Like when, again, I was recently at a funeral in a wake, there was one point where I was at a ceremony and I realized like what we're doing here is like, if you really read the prayers, like they're these incantations, yeah. they're these, they're like spells yeah. and they're basically, they're saying that you're begging God to right. let this person into heaven, right. this soul into like, right. by, to like take it in and like. And forgive this person of sin and shit. When you a lot uh, of the rituals are really weird. With if, death. if you remove the situation and the emotion from it and the whole context of dying and look at it kind of objectively, is like, why are we doing this? It is very strange. This is this might be a bit of a, a, ta- a tangent or a rabbit hole, and it go, it comes away a little bit from the actual discussion of the album. But as you get older, do you actually find yourself getting? Act like weirdly a little more scared of death, and actually not necessarily scared, but also like less at ease with it. Because I would say that when I was in the cockiness of being mm, eighteen to mm-hmm. twenty, I was like, "Well, death is just like so not real to me that unless I'm like wiped out immediately in a car crash, I just won't die." Right. So I didn't think about it. When, the more you re- realize some of your mortality, it, it's it's a crazy thing. It, it, I've really thought about it sometimes. I, in general, I don't really let it bother me. But if I no, really I don't. Like, it's not like everyday waking if, I, that it's bothering. If me, I no. really let myself think about it, it is less scary. Well, it's scary in the way that it feels suffocating and all encompassing. Yeah. In that it's so final, it's so mysterious that I, it's suffocating in that way. If right. that makes sense, it's it's a yeah. weird like. Oh my god! It's like, like when what? you. It's like when I think about like um, the universe expanding infinitely, yeah. or like yeah, the yeah. concept of nothing. You you can't like wrap your brain around because it. your brain can't you, conceive it right. because your brain has never right. seen it and can't understand it because right. no one understands it. Right. And I think that, that he grapples with that in some really human ways. Yeah. Like he approaches that like what like like you said like but he talks about the rituals and like the fact that he now has a box of her ashes and like he sings to her but she's just not there now. And to your point about being young and not totally thinking about that stuff, I love in uh, Distortion when he's talking about when I was like 23 and I had a pregnancy scare and I was like totally unfit to be a father. And then he's like, it turned out to not be anything and I went on living my life or whatever. And it's like, he's like, that's the kind of shit like you worry about then. And you have all of this perspective now. And how funny is it, too, that there what he's worried about is life. Yeah, right. That's actually trippy. Right. You know what's interesting about this album, too, is like I've listened once to it and I'm noticing something different right now. In talking about it, like I'm way more able to speak to it than I would be another it, album it, that yeah. I listen to once because this is almost like listening to spoken word. It is. It's like we listen to an hour long podcast yes. about death. Yes. It- Absolutely right. It's less a music album than it is just ruminations on mortality. Because, and I'm sure there's, I would pick up a lot with repeat lists. Oh yeah, like oh, my tenth listen would be different than my right. first. But it, it, he really is going for like a, almost a Mark Koslick thing here, yeah. where um, like on Benji, where a lot of the their melody takes a backseat in most places for just words but he commits to it so much and this is what i'm talking about where the words are so meaningful and yeah. so impactful that i like it's it's totally entrancing in its own yes. way and again this happened last year with a crow looked at me these albums by mount erie are one of the exceptions where i can only i i i really can listen one two maybe three times and know I love it, and know it's great, and not necessarily have to return, and it will still, 
you know, rank highly on an end of the year list, or yeah. I'll still think of it as like an achievement, by, but not really go back and revisit all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, and we talked about exactly that with the crow looked at me. Right. Every time we would be like, yep, only listen three times, but like, I just know. It's devastating. It's, and yeah. It's, it's, it really is different. What yes. he's doing on these albums is different, and it's actually exciting to think about what that means yeah. in terms of like, it, it, like, there's not many people trying this. Right. You're and right. he's pulling it off in an, in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, and it's, dude, like, the way he is putting himself out there musically is vulnerable. It's oh risky. Oh, God, yeah. It's risky, dude, it because is. this could, like, and he's just taking the risks. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's what it takes is, like, just a point yeah. in your life where you're like, fuck it, man. Yeah. Like, I've already dealt with the worst thing I'm going to deal with. Why not just like, speak to it? What do I care if some hipster out there... Right. Like, sipping an overpriced coffee drink right. doesn't like this album. Right. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. I may as well just make it the way I want to make exactly. it. Exactly. And that comes across. I feel like that's... It does. Like, that's, there's, there's a genuineness to it. There's a fuckingness really app- to this yes, album. Yes, that I really appreciate. To both these albums. Um, I, I've been really enjoying it. I highly recommend uh, people checking it out. Jake, I had one, one quick... Hot thought. Uh, uh, Pitchfork gave a new best new track uh, to an artist that I had never heard of before, Snail Mail. And uh, the track is named Pristine. This is right in line with Soccer Mommy, with Sidney Gish. Can we cope a little bit? Little bit, yep. Yep, little bit. This is did like. Did they come out with an album that had like a red album cover? Yeah, a year that ago? EP. I listened to that. Oh, EP. you did. Yeah, nice. Okay. I, I saw this on the on the agenda, and I was yeah. like, snail mail. Where do I know that? Yeah, there was a red. Yeah, EP. I listened to it once. Okay, this single was great. Hmm. I've listened to it a few times today. This is right in line with like all those female artists. I've, and we get a new Frankie Cosmos too. This oh, is the year yeah. of like this, like. Young female singer songwriter who's just taking it by by the horns, being like, "Yup, this is like my experience right now." And all these songs are great. Yeah, it's really really good. It's less about like a deep dive on this track and more just like I like that style, and I'm excited we're getting a lot of it this year. It's an exciting trend because I mean we've talked a little bit before. I know we had a podcast way back at the beginning of the show that could have easily been mishandled. And I think, oh, yeah. I, I think we actually did a decent yeah. job. I mean, people can call us on that if they want, but it was about women in the music industry. Right. Um, being, I thought that was good. I, I thought, thought it was a good episode. I thought it was good too, yeah. but we said it. And I, But it's like, you know, because it's two white men talking about the right. plight of women. I think we did a good job being sensitive to it. But one thing we talked about is the fact that like, really now is the time f- for women yes. to really come into their own and rock and it's happening more and more. It is. There's so many talented yep. songwriters who just didn't have a fucking opportunity yep. before, which is really sad. Yep. And if now you, putting out some of my favorite albums of the year. Because if you think about like the 60s, basically you had to be the absolute, absolute cream mm-hmm. of the crop. Like the best of the best, most standout, like a, like a, a Janis Joni Joplin Mitchell. or a Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Even Joni Mitchell maybe didn't get her due yeah, quite as much exactly. as she should have. And, and like, dude, all her songs got made more famous by male artists. Right, how fucked is that? Like Woodstock. Yeah. See, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young did it. Big Yellow Taxi, you think of Counting Crows. Right, that's so true. And like, what else do people know by Joni Mitchell? I I couldn't name you a song. California? Like, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Like a good ma- point. Maybe River? But right. like, even that is like, usually you see that in some alternative. Right. Uh, like, I've, I've learned about River, th- that song, uh, through Pitchfork. On the- I don't think that's a song that people would just no. be like, yep, I know that. No. And so it is, I think that's the most exciting thing about that, the trend of like, we're seeing more and more female artists come out with inspired, yes. like, awesome songs and albums. So I think that comes out in April. I'm excited for it, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And then, Jake, you had a hot thought as well. Yeah, no, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about Against All Logic, the uh, instrumental sort of production. Yeah, Nicholas Jar, his alternate kind of other project. Yes, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, based on what I know about Nicholas Jar, which might not be that much, it seems a little... This Against All Logic project seems to be more geared towards danceable... Like More samples based, right? Samples based, cat, like maybe a little yeah, catchier. Yeah, yeah. Then I think his other stuff might be a little bit more experimental and ambient. Yeah, I, I could you, have that yeah, wrong. I think you might be right. Um, this album, 2012 to 2017, I highly recommend checking out. It's been a go to for me the past couple weeks. I guess if I have a hottest thought of all, mm-hmm. it's that this old house is all I have oh. is is a song of the year candidate. It is. For me. It is. Yeah, it's, I've been listening to that song a ton. It might be my. 
if I really think about it, my favorite yeah, time of the year right it's now. it's so good. It is this incredible, like, it's only three and a half minutes long. It has this awesome buildup at the beginning with these blown out, oh distorted God. horns yeah. and this haunting sounding vocal. And that all dissipates into this absolute groove. Groove. Just yep. such a nice, mellow, like, the guitars on it sound so nice. And it's uh, the production is amazing. And the whole album has, to me, the vibe of something to the sort of like a, a DJ Shadow type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's very samples based. There's a lot of like, it's it seems like Nicholas Jar found a beat and a certain thing someone said in a sample yeah. that he's like that goes with this beat. And so I'm gonna I'm like kind of ride that. It. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of great stuff on this album. So I, I highly recommend it. Speaking of that first track, um, I love the part where the intro's dissipating still and the beat has that groove yes. has kind of come in but the horns are still intermittently like exploding yeah. through the speakers and they almost sound too loud for the speakers yes dude that might be my favorite part of that song actually where like you don't know there's no specific cadence of when the horns come in they just kind of like explode out of nowhere yeah it's awesome yeah i don't know if the instruments in the groove we're talking about are like live recorded or if they are no, I sampled don't know. i don't know i don't know Whatever that's from is is incredible, dude. Like the the sound of the bass and the sound of the the recording of the guitars is so crisp yeah. and so like it it just has it's like the perfect tone. And there's another song on here. I think it's such a bad way. Such a bad way is awesome. There, so in such Yeezus, a bad way. there's this song. I forget which one it is, but there's that woman screaming. And oh, is and she's like breathing heavy. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's in that song. What is that from? Oh, that's in Yeezus too. That's in Yeezus, but which I'm sure is sampled from something else. Maybe I didn't identify that right away. Yeah, Do you know where it is in Yeezus? Yeah, it's at the end of uh, "I Am a God." Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know what that's from. Yeah, that part's awesome. It is. That was why that was one of the first ones I added to my best of the year playlist. Yeah. And when I listened back, I was like, why did it? Because these songs aren't ones where like you listen, where you see the track and you're, and like, you're like, oh, I know that I one. know exactly how it goes. Yeah. So I listened back and I was like, oh yeah, the reason I added it was because it's catchy and it has this awesome part at the end with the screaming. Okay, so I just Googled uh, I Am A God scream sample. Um, and Kanye to the dot com. Uh, let's see. No, I just, I don't want to know what the meaning is. I want to know where it's from. This is happening live, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, like, forum that I stumbled across is not telling me. Right, so... Oh, here it is. Kanye West, I Am A God sample of... Where is it? How how did that... It, it went know? away? Yeah. The, yeah. This is, you know what? This is the problem with the internet. It's the promise of information... Oh, oh, okay. Right when you need it. It looks like, dude. I had a diatribe ready. Hold on. Let's let's see if this is. No, I don't. No, none. Of, no, that's not it. We're gonna have to do a little more research on this. That was some bad, bad radio. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that, guys. I figured, you know, we'd get that pretty quickly. May as well Google it. It might just be. Oh, I'm seeing something now. Nicholas Jar samples Kanye West on his new record. Oh, that it might just be. Oh, it, Jesus Kanye. is now canon for other shit to be sampled. That's maybe more interesting. And it is Kanye doing the scream. That's yeah. Kanye. Oh, that is. Okay. That's very interesting. So people, I just assume because, you know, Kanye loves sampling shit. But. Listen, listen to such a bad way, folks out there. And, and listen to the scream at the end. And listen especially to This Old House is All I Have. Yeah. Great song title. Awesome song. And the yes. album art and whole look of this thing is cool. Very cool. I, and it's one of these it's one of these sampling production sort of DJ albums to you can get lost in. Yeah. In a listen. Lost in the um, sauce. Lost in the sauce. Lost in the logic. That's and right. I have been really, really loving it. It's become more and more of a go-to. It's an hour six. It's a little long, but it, I feel like with these albums that doesn't even count. It doesn't mm -hmm. it, it like it, it goes pretty quick. They do. In, in my opinion. So Jake. Yeah. Speaking of Kanye West. Yeah, speaking of Kanye. The moment we've all been waiting for. Mm. We did the round of 64 last week. We cut it down to the round of 32. We are continuing with our Kanye West songs, March Madness Bracket. Here's something we need to talk through first. Yeah. Because I think in the round of 64, 
we will admit that we were bailed out many times by songs that we flat out didn't remember how they went. Yes. Um, and, you know, I actually think it, it takes two strong people to admit that. <laughs> a couple and, of heroes. And in some ways, it, it, it must have made the bracket better. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But I think we're going to have some disagreements. It, it, I don't even know what they would be. I think you're right. But I have a feeling that as we move our way through the bracket that we're finishing tonight, we might disagree on some. What is our... What are we going to do to fix the If we can't come to a agreement just Do we just go together, shock? Well, maybe we flip a coin if we really have our heels dug in. And if we can't agree... Do you have a coin? I do. Logistical question. I do. All right. I'm going to filibuster where Sean goes to get a coin. We know that this probably annoyed people last year, but I think this will be... Well, we, this isn't... You know, this isn't like a joke. This is actual, like, yeah. we care about these songs. So I do have a quarter right here. Uh, we will go to the coin, if at all necessary. Uh, just people for reference, this is a, uh, it's a quarter. The back is a, what is it here, 2015 Blue Ridge Parkway. Oh, oh okay, so, good. So, so George Washington will be heads. The Blue Ridge Parkway will be tails. Okay, wonderful. We are going to start the We're round We're trying to of, set a scene here. I know, I know. We're going to start the round of 32 in the northwest region, okay. where the one seed, can't tell me nothing, goes up against the eight seed, So Appalled. So, So Appalled got out of the first round because it went up against Never Let Me Down, a, a college dropout song that we weren't overly familiar with. It's, so Appalled is a very good song on a better album. Yeah. On our favorite album, which got a lot of it got a lot of love from us last week, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But you know, we were singing the praises of "Can't Tell Me Nothing" last week. It's one of the strongest Kanye songs. This has a shot to get to the final four out of this region. It, I think it easily moves on against So Appalled here. I totally agree. Can't tell me nothing. Next, we have a twelve versus a thirteen. The twelve seed, Hey Mama, from uh, Late Registration, yep. I believe, yep. and Real Friends from The Life of Pablo. I'm gonna go with real friends here. I am too. I, I was worried we were gonna have a uh, a disagreement there, but and I was like, "Ooh, is it is it bad that I'm picking I'm picking real friends?" But I'm going with real friends. The production on real friends is more interesting. It is, me, yeah, by a long shot. It has that kind of cool, dark, gloomy, yeah, sort of cool production. So yeah, yeah, I'm going with that. I'm with you. Uh, we have the 11 oh. seed. Oh, this is this could be a problem. This could be a problem. We have the 11 seed new slaves. Going up against the three-seed flashing lights. Here is my argument, Jake. I am picking New Slaves. Okay. Uh, the second verse on New Slaves is one of Kanye's finest rap performances on any song. He himself has said it's the best <laughs> rap verse of all time, which oh, I, I don't agree with, but it's great. It's great. And yet it's only an 11-seed. It is only an 11-seed. It has the you, amazing Frank I Can't Ocean. Lose outro. Yep. Um, there is so much packed into this like three minute song. News, uh, there's news. a message behind it. Uh, throw some Maybach keys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I'm going to do. I love New Slaves for all the reasons you said. I'm going to pick Flashing Lights because for a couple reasons. One, I legitimately love Flashing Lights. It is one of my favorite songs on graduation. It's one, and it's very important in my Kanye listening because when I was starting to get into rap, it was one of those songs where it was very catchy, very poppy, yep. rooted me early. Yep. It's important to me in terms of getting into okay. Kanye West. Also, I think it's one of his catchiest songs. It is. It has really cool production. It is. Um, so we're going to the coin. We're going to the coin. So do we want to say? Do we want to say that in this case? The favorite gets heads. Sure. The the underdog gets tails. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. So we're flipping for this. I feel like we we gave each its due. Well, I, I, yeah, and we both like these songs a lot. Exactly. We have... Tails. Tails so never slaves. fails for new slaves. I've been hot on the coin the last two years, Jake. You, <laughs> you have. <laughs> okay. All right, hey, new, new, new slaves in an upset. Okay. Cinderella's story. Here might be another Cinderella Throw story. Throw some Maybach keys. Dude, I, I, and I'm not going to... Fuck you, say a la vie. <laughs> I'm not going to shed any tears for that because that, that, that for me, that was like a 55-45. Yeah. Like yeah. close, close. Um, 10 seed, Love Lockdown from 808s versus the 15 seed, No Church in the Wild from Watch the Throne. Um, another Cinderella here, No Church in the Wild, the 15 seed. 
I'm as good it. as Love Lockdown is, we were loving, loving No Church in the Wild last week. It, it wins. It wins. Like, kind of easily. Yeah, for me, kind of easily. No Church in the Wild is great. I think it's it's seated too low here. I, I agree. I think it's seated too they're, low. They're here. one you don't want to see them. You don't want to see them in your bracket. No. No I mean, Church in the Wild moves on. All right. All right, we're moving on to the Donda region, Jake. All right, um, you. We have the number one seed, All Falls Down, from College Dropout, going up against Monster from Twisted Fantasy. Look, Jake, uh, you can't the the Nicki Minaj verse though. I, oh, I agree with you, dude. You got. I pick Monster. So do I. Monster's aged better than than All Falls Down. Well, and it has the luxury of being six, five, six years yeah, newer. Yeah. Monster it is. <laughs> I, I'm with you, man. I mean, like, Monster, I think this is another seeding thing. I like, agree. All Falls Down to me is not a one seed. No, and college dropout songs are going to drop like flies uh, yeah. in the round of 32. I hate to say it. But it's, and you know what? It's because we're in, just entirely biased. We are. We are. And that's, hey, that's kind of what's fun about this. Because it's our game, man. It's exactly. Like, it's our version <laughs> exactly. of this. It's just our opinion. Exactly. You can go fill out a fucking bracket if you're so concerned. <laughs> you can have your own out there. Go, yeah. go, yeah. go invest in the microphones. Oh, you got it wrong. All Falls Down's great. Fuck you. Yeah. Monster's a classic. It is a classic. Five seed, Drive Slow versus the four seed, Runaway. This is a good game. This yeah. is one that ends up being, it's close. Um... Runaway wins for me. Runaway wins. It's close for the first half. Because drive slow. Drive, here's what it is, to use a basketball analogy, Sean. Drive slow is like the uh, – it's it, a team that plays at old school. It's like the Grizzlies. Yeah. It's like the Grizzlies. Yeah. It's, it's Grit a lot and of grind. low post play, yep. low scoring, a lot of like feeding Zebo in the post yeah. and him like doing baby hooks. And a Gasol brother. And like boxing people out yep. with his giant ass. <laughs> right, right. But Runaway is, is – New like, school basketball. It's a new school Blazers team. Yeah. And it's just too quick. Yep. It's too quick and it's too interesting and too – it has too – it's uh, frankly – it has too many bells and whistles. Runaway is the 17 or seconds or less Suns. Or the 7 seconds or less yeah. Suns. Whatever the fuck they were called. Where it's like they're a little ahead of their time. They set the tone for like the next era right. of, of music and or basketball being played. And, and, and Runaway is also like an awesome song. Yeah. Maybe seated slightly too low at 4. Maybe. Could be. Alright, next up, Jake. We have the 11 seed Roses. Going up against the three seed, Good Life. Here's the thing, Sean. Uh, I go hard for Roses here. You do? Okay. I, do. I love Roses. I think it's some of my favorite Kanye storytelling, the ver- that version of him, where it's like a, a story from his life. I can like picture the scenes, the hospital room, all his aunties around. The, the line where he's like, so many aunties, we could have an auntie team. That I, that, Jake, it's I have, touching, one, I have it's one question for you, yeah. though. Um, have you ever had champagne on a plane while getting some brain? And she said, I ain't never seen snakes on a plane. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not. Good life is the epitome of just like over the top pop, like luxury rap. It's got fucking T-Pain on it, dude. I think that other... It's a fun ass song. It's fun. I think other songs on graduation do that better. Can't tell me nothing. Flashing lights. I think do it better. Good Life is fun. I think it is just below Essential Kanye. I think Roses is a great artifact of its era. I'll get, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you this. Okay. I'm going to give you this. I, I feel bad about winning the New Slaves coin flip. I'm going to give you Roses. Don't, They're both 11 seeds getting through. Yeah, getting through. Yeah. And, and if you want to go to the coin flip, we can. No, 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 no. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting coin flip juju on Good Life. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that, and that tells me... It do- maybe doesn't deserve to go on, okay? Good, good. Yeah. All I right. feel like I had a good plea I, for, for you Roses did, You there. did. There's, yeah, you're right. What do we got? Okay. Um, the 10 seed, Get em High, uh, <laughs> versus the 2 seed, All of the Lights. <laughs> a juggernaut 2 seed. Dude, dude, All of the Lights is would be a much stronger 1 seed than All Falls Down, in uh, my opinion. I totally agree. All of the Lights moves on yeah. pretty fucking easily. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're into the Chicago region region now, Jake. We have the one seed, Jesus Walks. Going up against the nine seed, We Don't Care. 
by default, a college dropout song is getting to the next round. However, Jesus Walks is a classic. Jesus Walks as a one seed is making some noise. Je- Jesus Walks. Je- I, I totally... Jesus Walks. Moves on. I totally agree. Um, it's a classic, undisputedly. And I don't really remember. We don't care. <laughs> Do you? No, no. I meant to listen to all these ones that I hadn't listened to in a while. I thought there were more of this, but I, dude, how, I didn't. <laughs> what does it say about this bracket that we have songs we don't know making it to the second round? That means we had a matchup where we picked. I know where we picked fully fucking blind. <laughs> it, it was. It was, and I'll tell you what it was. It was. Um, we. Oh no, no. It, well, it went up against Streetlights from 808s, which I, I don't really remember how that That's song what I'm goes. Saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Shit. Okay, 12 seed, 30 hours, versus the 13 seed Black Skinhead. I go for Black Skinhead here. Me too. I'm going with that one as well. Um, it, these what? are songs that are benefiting from matchup and bracket, I think, and will be... Washed out and also relatively soon. Black Skinhead is a great song. But Black Skinhead is is more essential than Thirty Hours. Thirty Hours is, is fun. Yes, thirty yes. Hours is catchy and it's funny. And there's that whole yes. part at the end where it balloons to fucking four minutes because Kanye's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna like I'm gonna do something like this. I'm just yeah. gonna talk on it. No, 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 no. Take his ass to school. <laughs> yeah. Give him some class. Like there's that. Uh, yeah. There's that whole part. It's so lazy. Where yeah. he's like, and yeah. he knows it. And it's a comment yeah. on itself. It is. It Maybe is. we need to go to the yeah. coin. Yeah. Maybe we pick Thirty Hours. No, no. Black Skinhead. Black, Black Skinhead. Black Skinhead wins. Uh, I almost just talked myself. Out of the <laughs> yeah, coin. I know. We're, yeah, we almost got. We almost got talked into it. Uh, next one, we have the six seed, the underseeded six seed. Very underseeded. Going up against No More Parties in LA, the 14 seed. Can I just say that these are two, no matter which one loses here, it's a shit matchup because both of these would have beaten several others that have. Uh, uh, no, I totally agree. Um, however, so kind of like the point with 30 hours. It, no More Parties in LA doesn't, as good as it is, doesn't feel like essential Kanye yet. It might be too maybe with soon. with more time it will. I I love no more parties in L.A. I've always loved that song. I go for Gold Digger. Gold, here. Gold Digger it is a Kanye song, man. It's a staple, and I I stand, it was a hit. And I st- stand by what I said last week. It has everything you yep. want in Kanye. It's funny. It's actually some biting commentary. Yep. It's catchy as fuck. It has a great sample. Yep. It, dude, like Gold Digger is like the. Honestly, like one of the perfect Kanye songs, the fact that it's a six seed here is an injustice. I agree with that. That's crazy. And then what do we have for the last one, Jake? The 10 seed. Good morning. Going up against the two seed. (laughs) Going up against the two seed. Power. Again, as, as nice of an opener as Good Morning is, power just has too much power, Jake. It, and it's moving on. It does. And I, I, I need not add anything to that. Dude, power uh, is another one that could have been a one seed. Exactly. It's another situation like uh, that. We move on to the final region here in the round of 32, the Saint region. We have the one seed, the overrated one seed, Touch the Sky. <laughs> we gonna touch the sky, baby girl. Testify. <laughs> Has a fun, funny music video, I think, with Pam Anderson in it, where he's like evil Knievel. Guess who's on third? Lupe Steel Light. <laughs> a Lupe nice, a nice Lupe <laughs> and then feature. He, Lupe has that lyric when he goes, bottle shaped body like Mrs. Butterworth, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah. is funny. Dude, I, you know what? You're kind of talking me into I thought this was going to be easy, because Otis uh, is map, 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 map. that sample. I might I, go with Touch the Sky. Ah, oh, man. You gonna waste a flip, Sean? No, Otis. Otis is really, really good. I'm fine. I'm gonna go touch the sky. You're, yeah, touch the sky. Touch, touch the sky was some of the earliest like boasting Kanye. And it like, has that that Curtis Mayfield sample. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Touch the sky is a better song than I think it is. Yeah, that's it's moving on. That's it's a one. Yeah, it is a one seed. We're moving on. All okay. right, we got the 12 seed Ultralight Beam. Going up against the 13 seed Dark Fantasy. Hmm. Shit. This is this is tough. This is tough. Um, Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to use logic you used last week. Okay. I'm going to pick Dark Fantasy in a slight upset, 13 over 12. That's not even that bad. Right. Because it's one of my personal favorite Kanye West songs, which fair or not fair is the case. It's, it's among my favorites on that album. 
And like you said last week, as good as Chance the Rapper's verse is, it really does feel like more of his song than Kanye's. Agreed. So Agreed. That's, and that, that's my logic here, too. I think Ultralight Beam might technically, technically be a better song overall. However, yeah, I, I, the it, better Kanye song is Dark Fantasy. And here's what I'll say. I, I think I overrate Dark Fantasy. In fact, I know I do. But, I do too, but but I and I don't mean the album. We we're talking the song, the opening right, track, right? But dude, that's it's so undeniable. I know. The, can I wake know. up my child. I know. Those, that chorus is so cool. And he, man. he his verses on that are great too. Yeah, dude, They're dude, great. I need to listen to that album again yeah, soon. All yeah. this is doing is getting me really excited me, yeah. for all of Kanye, but especially Twisted Fantasy. Me too. All right, Dark Fantasy moves on. This this is an interesting one, Jake. We have number the six seed. Heard him say. Going up against the three seed, Gorgeous. This is actually an easy one for me personally it with Gorgeous moving too. on. Me too. I think a lot of people would not agree, but... Yeah, maybe, but we're... Technically, it's ranked higher. We're going chalk yeah, here. Yeah, we're um, going Gorgeous. And Gorgeous, like we said, is like everything I love about Twisted Fantasy all in one song. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And, and then what do we have here in the last matchup of the round of 32? Ten seed, Bound 2, the last track on... Uh, what do you call it there? Yeezus. Yeezus. I keep forgetting the name of Yeezus. Hmm. That's weird. I keep wanting to call it Life of Pablo. Um, versus the two seed, uh, Paris. Yes. N-words in Paris. <laughs> yes. If there's one thing <laughs> that's going to derail... <laughs> you can't say the whole... That is going to derail any amount of like two white dudes trying to talk yeah. about this is like this is a trap Kanye knows what he did yeah. and like we can't say that and no matter, we're damned if we do we're damned if we don't right, right. if I say n-words in Paris I sound like a fucking it's like that's stuff. still kind of problematic it's problematic and I sound like a fucking geek. we're just gonna call it Paris we're just oh, gonna call dude, it Paris. I thought you were about to just say it no 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 my god no <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like fuck it we're just saying the whole <laughs> no, time no we're not we're just calling it Paris yeah uh, so Bound 2 is really really good it's not Paris. Um, Bound to maybe is a better song. Paris is iconic. Yeah, one like, it, dude, it's they, one seed level iconic. They Kanye's not playing Bound to like ten times in a row on tour like he did with Paris. No, he and, would just keep playing it. And dude, and Paris is like everyone knows like every word of that. Song. Yeah. It, it, it Paris so had fun. had a moment there yeah. for a while. Oh, dude, it, it like moment. still is. And if you still if you play it, people still know it. That beat is still catchy. Do, 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 do. Yeah, do, 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 do. yeah. And then, dude, like all the lyrics are funny. Say, yeah, can we get married at the mall? <laughs> yeah, like, dude, that shit's it's funny. So, it's endlessly quotable. It's moving on. All right, so now we got we have four left in each bracket, right? We do. We're in the Sweet Sixteen. You know what, Jake? In the interest of time, let's just do the Sweet Sixteen. We'll finish up the Elite Eight Final Four next week. I agree. We'll, we'll stretch this out more. Do you have a sense of how these bracket together? I do. Okay. I do. I, I'm, I'm kind of doing it right now. Um, so we're in the Northwest region again. Yep. We have the one seed, Can't Tell Me Nothing, going up against the 13 seed, Real Friends. Real Friends had a great run. Got to the Sweet 16. It did. It loses. It's it, losing to Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yeah. Can't Tell Me Nothing is, is just... I think it's just the stronger song. It is. Um, it is. Then we have ooh a, a, a spicy eleven versus fifteen matchup here in the Northwest region. The eleven seed New Slaves going up against the fifteen seed No Church in the Wild. Both Frank in, uh, Frank Ocean influenced songs. Yeah, I struggle with this one, Sean, because this I think tough. New <laughs> New Slaves is like more essentially Kanye. No Church in the Wild, dude. This is really hard. So I, I they're think they're kind of different sides of Kanye. No Church in the Wild is super has that awesome like beat the like sort of the tribal sounding yeah. beat with the cool guitar riff that do do yeah. So and like the 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 verses are not necessarily great. Right. Coke on a black skin made a stripe <laughs> like a zebra. Uh, yeah. I call that jungle fever. Like, not it it's a little uh, bit of that yeah, it's not great and so I feel like every line in New Slaves counts. It does. And the thing, if we're using the logic that we used for some of these other songs, is that it's more of an, the other artist bringing it than Kanye. Yeah. That's kind of the case on No Church in the Wild. Where I, you got Jay-Z. Jay-Z does a better 
job on this song than Kanye does. He does, which is rare and on that album. the Frank stuff is better on here than uh, the Kanye. F- so The Frank stuff on No Church in the Wild is my favorite part of the song. Yeah. Stand by. Yeah. Like that whole part. I, I think... I think we got to go New Slaves here. Yeah, New Slaves moves okay. on. And it will face Can't Tell Me Nothing wow. next week. We have time to think wow. about that. we do. We do. <laughs> new Slaves, moving on. All right. We're in the Donda region again, Jake. Hell yeah. We have the uh, eight-seed Monster going up against the four-seed Runaway. couple uh, of uh, Twisted Fantasy Titans here. highlights here. I, look, as great as the verses in the the rap performances are on Monster. I think part of the thing that was carrying it was the Nicki Minaj verse. Yep. Runaway is a Kanye fucking creation, man. That's Yeah. I mean, you do have what is it? Push a tease on Runaway, but like Kanye, he has that whole outro where he's like singing through auto-tune yeah, of the dude. melody. I run away, it's, I think it's easy Runaway. Runaway is yeah, it might be a little less easy for me, um, but I will I will go with Runaway okay. here. Um, so it will be unanimous. Okay, okay. I think it, it's a challenge for me because I think Monster, it does have a lot of elements I love about Twisted Fantasy. Like, the thing that is so cool about Monster is just how many people get in the yep. mix on Monster, yep. which is some of my favorite thing about uh, Twisted Fantasy. Um, but Runaway is, like, in some ways, other than power, I feel like... If this makes sense, Power is the most famous song on mm-hmm. Twisted Fantasy. Runaway, even though I wouldn't say Runaway is my favorite song because mm-hmm. I don't think it is on there, I, it might be the most essential. It might I, be, I agree. It, it's like the opus of the album. It feels like the stairway to heaven yeah. almost of that album. Yeah. You I don't agree. always want to listen to it, but you can't deny its greatness. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. So Runaway yep. moves on. Next we have the Plucky 11 Seed. That I've been pulling for roses. Yep, going up against the two seed, all of the lights. I, I don't. I know think how... the Cinderella run is over for roses. Yeah, because how do you beat all the you, lights, you dude? Can't. All the lights is, it is fucking Elton John on it. Yeah, I like know. come on. And and there's and and so many other fucking awesome things. It has that cool intro part, and it has like just verses from. Isn't like who who else is on this? Is it Rihanna? It, fucking Shakira's even on it, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and. Uh, or... Uh, Justin Vernon is involved on in right. the song. Did, did, here's another question I had. Kanye raps in this one about like restraint and order, can't see my yeah. daughter, my yeah. mother, brother, grandmother, hate me in that order, yeah. her mother, brother, grand, whatever. Yeah. Did he have a daughter at that point? No. What was it about? Uh, I always assumed I think he that did. was just like the plight of someone like in that situation. In the situation. Yeah. yeah. I always assumed like he was rapping from experience there. Or he might be talking about somebody he knows. I'm not sure. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh yeah. All of the lights moves on. All the lights moves on. It's a classic. It is. Uh we are moving. What are, what are the odds Sean that we don't have a final matchup that's two twisted fantasy songs? Very, very, very slim. Yeah. The only way that can happen is like if the bracket makes it so. <laughs> like we can't help it. It would have to be some some bracket magic. Uh, moving on to the Chicago region, Jake, we have the one seed Jesus Walks going up against the thirteen seed Black Skinhead. I th- I think Jesus Walks has to win this, right? Yeah, yeah. I think right? with, I think without further comment, Jesus Walks wins because it is it, it is such a classic, and it's like undeniable even yeah. still, even from two people who I think don't love or go to bat that often for um, for college dropout. Right. Even more like well, yeah, we're like Jesus it's Walks. undeniable. It's yeah. it's awesome. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I think it beats out Black Skinhead as yep. good as Black Skinhead is. It has a little less to offer, I think. I agree, and it's probably less iconic. It's a little more slight. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, and. Probably has too niche a thing yeah. about it to move on I in the agree. tournament. Because you know some I mean? people, so Black Skinhead, I think, is actually one of the songs that turn people off of Jesus, Jesus with the screaming. They're like, I don't know about this. Well, you know what turned people off more was uh, I Am a God and yeah. um, and what's Eat the, an Asian pussy? <laughs> I need oh, a sweet, I need sweet sour, sour sauce. sauce. Yeah. What is that on I'm a God? Uh, or is that on is that on Hold My Liquor? I'm not sure. Or the song in between. Or it might be on another one. I'm not sure. It's in that Either range, way, it was though. at that point that big friend of the pod, Mary Kate, made me shut it off. <laughs> right, right, right. And right. caused a bit of an argument yeah. back in the day. Um, okay, so the next matchup. Ooh, this is a good one, This dude. is This, this is, is good. good one. This is good. Two seed power taking on the six seed gold digger. 
So this is, I honestly believe that this is, you may as well throw seating out because in yeah. my mind, these are both basically one seats. I agree. They like should have been. So I, I kind of, I kind of want to pick Gold Digger here. And the reason for that is power is not necessarily one of my favorites on Here's what I'll say, Twisted though, Fantasy. I, I, I know what you're saying. When you listen to Power, though, I know every time, I know, like, dude, get to the "This Could Be a Beautiful Death" jumping out the window yeah, part, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck!" It's man, like this song is like this is such an apples and oranges thing. It's like you almost can't compare these two songs. They're so good in such different ways. It's almost not fair. I'm more partial to the Twisted Fantasy sound and scope and things so like that. Here's what I would say. Maybe neither of us pick here, and we ha- we put it to the coin. Let's do that because let's do that. I legitimately can't pick between these. Yeah, songs. Let, let's let's. I leave love it to both the coin. of them so much for different reasons. So that means Gold Digger gets tails. Yep. The Blue Ridge Parkway yep. tails, and uh, Power gets uh, heads. Here we go. Tails. Tails never on. fails. Wow, Gold Digger, the sixth seed. That's that's a titan that just fell right Oof. there. Pour one out for Power. Big upset. You got the next one. We are up to the Saint region in the Sweet 16. We have two, uh, wait, a, a one seed, Touch the Sky, going up against the 13 seed Dark Fantasy here. Dark Fantasy has been a Cinderella all along. We love this song. Do I, we, uh, two, okay, so do you like Power or Dark Fantasy better? I might. I think I like Dark Fantasy better than Power. I think I might too. I think I might too, but like Dark Fantasy, I've always felt... I like a little more than it. Me, some, than me other too. People do. Me too. Me too. But here's the thing, man. Ten, ten times out of ten, I'd rather listen to Dark Fantasy than to me Touch the too. Sky. That's just the truth of the Look, matter. We had Gold Digger move on before. Yep. Let's let's have the 13 seed Dark Fantasy move on. I like that it's it's underseeded. It is. And Touch it the is. Sky is overseeded. In my mind, yeah. this is more like a, f- a five going against a seven. Agreed. And, the, and sevens beat five all the time, Sean. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> That's no problem. Oh, my God. This is the, I think, oh, the hardest. No. This is the hardest matchup oh, we've had. No. The three-seed Gorgeous going up against the two-seed Paris. I really, really struggle with that. <sighs> Gorgeous is one of my favorite Kanye songs. Me too. Paris is one of my favorite Kanye songs. For opposite reasons. For very different reasons. Gorgeous is the epitome and maybe the best. Like, Gorgeous is album Kanye. Gorgeous is when Mm -hmm. you've put on Twisted Fantasy. Dark Fantasy just played. You're like, fuck yeah, that song's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the... Comes in on Gorgeous. And the production's so nice. Kanye's voice is distorted. And you're like, I am in for a ride and I'm listening to this album Paris you're like a few light beers deep yeah. you're drunk and you're singing along with your friends yeah. and it's awesome and it's like an undeniable hit the one I, I mean uh, the one reason why I'm going to slightly pick Gorgeous here is the argument we've been going back to the whole time Kanye shares Paris with Jay-Z this is a joint song between the two of them he is great on it he is fantastic on it but Gorgeous is is all Kanye other than the Kid Cudi hook but well, and you have that awesome oh, Raekwon. True, Raekwon. Which on is, there but no, Raekwon's only in for a little bit. But Kanye brings it on Gorgeous. Shoot it's dice so- for decibels. <laughs> I thought it was decimals. Oh, is it decimals? Yeah, yeah. You're right. I think um, he like has like a like a, like nasal a nasal thing yeah. going on. Decibel. I, I I am personally gonna pick Gorgeous here because I think it's some of Kanye's best rapping on his best album. I'm gonna agree. Okay, for those same reasons. Okay. Gorgeous, moving on. So what we have going into next week when we will do the, what, Sweet Sixteens? Uh, the Elite Eight. The Elite Eight, sorry. We have in the Northwest region, uh, it's going to be Can't Tell Me Nothing, the one seed going up against New what? Slaves. New Slaves, the 11. We'll have Runaway, the four seed, going up against All the Lights, right? Yep. Two seed. In the Chicago region, we will have Jesus Walks, the one seed, going up against six seed Gold Digger. And in the Saint region... The 13 seed, a plucky 13 seed, Dark Fantasy, uh, going up against the next track on the very same album, Gorgeous. Yeah, wow. We have some tough decisions to make next week. I think I realized that like that is going to be the toughest one for me because like my favorite part of any Kanye West is getting to start a listen on Twisted Fantasy. I know. 
I know. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. It's the promise of what's to come. Yep. And they're two of my favorite songs on the album. Yep. And it just started. Yep. And I'm like, and you still have so many hits to come. Buckle in. Like these aren't even the hits yet. Right. And they're like my some of my favorite songs. Ah man, that's gonna be. I will tell you, I'm gonna be listening to a lot of Kanye this week. I think in preparation, in, in prep. Maybe I should have done that before we started so we actually we, had shit to say yeah, about some of yeah. the songs. We should have done that. We should have for sure made sure we knew all the songs <laughs> right. last we week. We, we didn't. Did. We did we not did. do that preparation. But hey, like you're not paying for this. Yeah. So like you get it's what you for get. Fun. Fill out, Fuck it. And if you don't like it, fill out your own fucking bracket. And tweet at us. At that's listen that's way too aggressive. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that we're already being way too defensive. I don't know. Dude, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stow away the Blue Ridge Parkway yes, we will. until next yes, week. Yes, we will. Uh, let's wrap up this week, Jake, with a joint recommendation of the week and release radar. So I was telling you about this before the podcast, but uh, Ian Cohen, one of our favorite music writers, wrote a great stereo gum feature about uh, an artist, Spirit Night. This is the solo project of one of the former guitarists in The World's a Beautiful Place, I'm No Longer Afraid to Die. He actually wrote um, The Future. Uh, on no, uh, Always Foreign. A tight, catchy song. Yeah, and this album is kind of full of these. They're a little bit more um, uh, autobiographical, a little bit more uh, relatable, I think, topics. Um, deals a lot with kind of like post-college life and all of the things that come along with that. Uh, the album is called Shame, and it's coming out, I believe, tomorrow. I was able to listen to it a couple times. It's streaming early on Stereo Gum. I highly recommend checking this out. I really enjoyed both the listens I had and looking forward to listening more. Uh, so that's my recommendation of the week, Jake. But we also have a few release radars here. Uh, Courtney Marie Andrews, this was actually Stereo Gum's album of the week. It's called May Your Kindness Remain. It's a little uh, in the country vein, I guess. Okay. Every year I'm good for like one or two country albums. It was Sturgill Simpson a couple years ago. It was Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Maybe this will be mine this year. So I think I'm going to check this out. Yep. Maybe maybe some love for old Courtney. Yeah. Here. Uh, Jake, we have the return of Jack White. He was on the cover of Rolling Stone. The Oh, the so that's how you know it's uh, relevancy on 10. Is if you're on the cover of Rolling Stone. That's absolutely right. The album is called Boarding House Reach. I'm seeing mixed reviews from this. I've seen positive ones. I've seen scathing ones. I'm not surprised by that, dude. Jack White is a guy where I feel like... I already know what's going to happen. Rolling Stone's going to give this a four and a half. Pitchfork is going to give it a fucking like 6.1, 5.7. Yeah. They're going to get the problem with artists like Jack White and like U2 and Bruce Springsteen and people who it's actually crazy you can even mention him anywhere close to that now. These people who establishment be, Democrats. Right, right. You're right. Like <laughs> yeah. but establishment artists no no yeah. like for real. The fact that you can even like so it's it's almost impossible to review their albums in a real way because more often than not, publications are just say like trying to create a narrative around yeah. them. Yep, and 100%. like, and I just feel like you almost just gonna have to listen to it to see what yep. you think. Yep, which maybe should be the litmus test for there all you music. Go. Just give it a listen. Just fucking listen to it. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna check out. I like Jack White a lot. I do too. He, I don't think he's doing his most like important work anymore. No, he catches a lot of shit. Yeah, he does. Because he seems like he's... Sometimes kind of... deservedly so, I think, because I think he's kind of a prickly guy. Yeah, a little bit of a prick. Um, Not a prick, prickly. Kind of a prick. <laughs> a little yeah, bit of yeah, a prick. Yeah. I, I, I will <laughs> yeah. probably listen to it, too. Yeah. I'm really excited for this next one, though. Sean. Jake, the last one. Preoccupations, uh, formerly known as Viet Cong, coming out with their aptly named album, New Material. Yeah, what do I'm you th- excited for this. I am too. Uh, did you listen to the second? I did. I've liked. I've liked all of the singles. What was the second one called again? Do you remember? It was espionage no, first. I don't remember, but I, I listened. I was like, "Oh, this is good too." I don't either. So bad radio. My bad. But but I, I listened to both their albums today in preparation. Oh, you did, nice. and I was like, "Hell yeah!" I'm feeling preoccupations, dude. I still espionage is in my like top three songs of the year right yeah. now. Yeah, top three, top five. Got like, a nice little write up in Pitchfork. This album got like seven, a seven. Six. Yeah, seven, I was six. surprised to see that we did not pick it as one of our over unders. I immediately looked. We didn't. Yeah, have it. I think we kind of forgot. That it was even fell coming under, out? Fell under the radar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited for it. So As am I. Good week coming up for music. Uh, I'll be listening to some Kanye in addition to this new stuff. 
we'll be back next week, though, to talk about some of these new releases and to finish up our Kanye West bracket. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. One thing I wanted to talk to you about, Sean, is about yoga. Yeah. Yeah. So Sean and I, listeners, went to a yoga class. Um, I've done yoga a handful of times, probably like 10 times yeah. total. Yeah, me or too. Whatever. Me too. 10 times total. Nice band name alliteration. Ooh. 10 times total. Three doors down, mm-hmm. not alliteration. Um, so here's, here's a few of the points I have. One, are you ever, ever on the right breath? Um, I'm almost always on the wrong <laughs> breath. When she's like, when the instructor is like, okay, now on your exhale, come up into downward dog. I am, dude, like, honestly, you could basically two, two a one, I'm on the opposite breath when she's saying I should be on the other breath. The only reason why, so the answer, sometimes I'm on the right breath. The only reason why is because I have fucked it up so many times leading up to it. I've reversed it back to being on the right breath yeah. when I really should be on the wrong one. But I've been wrong so many times, I'm right, if that makes sense. Oh, hold on. i got to compress the audio. One Ooh. sec. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to just try it this way because okay. we listen I th- back. I think it sounds fine. It actually sounds good. Listeners, let us know if you notice any sound quality difference. No one will get back to me about that. Because of where this is in the podcast and because of how little people give a shit about that other than... Like, probably me and you. <laughs> yeah, probably. And, like, mostly you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I'm usually on the wrong breath. When I'm on the right breath, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, also, I know I've said this before. It's mostly, like, slightly older women at, at yoga. Dude, yeah. Oh, this is a great point. Middle-aged women. Point. Yeah. Uh, this might be... I don't know if this comes across as insensitive. I don't know if this comes across as sort of like weirdly sexist in some way. Mm. I don't know. I hope not. Like so not sexist, it is sexist. Right, right, right. I, when I go into a yoga class, almost feel like I'm violating their space. Me too. Like I feel as though... I don't belong there. I feel as though I am violating a safe haven right. for them where they come to be with... Like that's a place of spiritual right. regrowth for them. <laughs> Right. I'm fucking serious. Right. Like, no, I know. It is, I know. It is funny. I know. But I'm not kidding. Like, I know. they're there. They're like, they have their fucking kids. Yeah. They have their shitty husband. Yeah. Most of them, probably. And they just need this time to, like, be away, basically, essentially from men. And I know that that is not true in every case. There are male yoga instructors. There are men who are very adept, who, like, take yoga very seriously. But, like, there's some element of that where I feel like they would. They're lying to themselves if they say they wouldn't be more comfortable if you and I oh, were Oh, they wish we weren't there, they do. I, I would say. And I don't blame them. I feel the same. When I go in, I'm like, ah, I'm, like, I'm sorry for being here. And that is one of the things that contributes to the overall sense of just anxiety I get when I go to yoga. Because I haven't been that many times. Yep. I'm not that good at it. I don't know all the poses. I don't do them the perfect way. I just feel like I don't totally belong. It's gotten better the more I've gone, and I really know it's just a, the more I do it, the more comfortable I be. I'll, I'll be. But I'm with you. I, I, I just I feel like it's a microaggression. I, another thing that I get anxiety about is potentially being approached by the instructor. Oh my god, that happened to me a couple times yesterday, and it was fine. It was fine, but I really don't like it. It happened to everyone but you. Uh, in our, in our group. group, yeah. yeah. It did, it, but it's happened to me before. Yeah. It's happened to me before. I'll be honest, dude. Most of the reason it didn't happen to me is because I was like, I was like I'm was like, i not letting it happen. Right. I was like, I'm going to get it fucking right. Yeah. And I was really listening to everything she was saying. And just like, instead of actually enjoying myself and like being more present in doing it, I was focusing more on getting the pose right. Well, so I was she, looking over at you. I was like, oh, Jake's looking good. Like, he's he's got these poses down. I was like, he's, yeah, this is like paid off. He like knows your shit at this point. But not really. But not real. Like, dude, like I, I'm just trying to fucking get by. Yeah, yeah. And how fucked is it that there's still that little twinge of like we don't want to get it wrong at I yoga? Oh, dude, I know. We I even know. ruin that for our fucking selves. Of course we do. Of course we do. But yeah, I mean the the cycles of breath 
Like, that you what hold is positions that? for. I don't know how long that is. It, it was different every single time. She's like, we're going to hold this for two cycles. One time that was 10 seconds. Another time it was five. You know, I, I don't know what that means. And I'm also, to be honest with you, unclear of how long a breath should be. I don't either. I think she tried to establish that at the start when she was like, like, breathe in deeply, hold it. Now slowly let it out. I think that's what she that's was going for. However, when I'm holding these positions that I'm not used to doing and using muscles that I'm not used to using... I start breathing heavy. Me too. I can't do these perfect fucking breaths for no, for two beats or for two moon cycles. Like I, I don't know what that is. Me neither. And it, and it, it is because I'm like a, I'm like probably like 15 percent winded. Mm. Where it's like I'm not I'm not gassed, and my breath would come right back to me if I stopped. You know what it is? It's when you're like walking upstairs. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, I'm. I don't want to admit how much I'm breathing heavily after that. That's I, what it is with yoga. You're constantly, you've always just gone up two flights of stairs kind of quickly. You, yeah, you're right. And and with steps, dude, even now, like I've, I've made efforts over the last few years to get in better shape. Even now, dude, like I still it just, fucking that's, that's the thing. Even if you're in good shape, that happens. Like at work, I walk up three flights of stairs every day a yeah. couple times. Yeah. And every time I get to the top, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. The stairs are, they're, you know, they're stairs. They're tiring. You're going up, man. They're, they're tiring. Yeah. They're, and you're going up against the laws of gravity. Exactly. And you're, you're, it's yeah. only your legs doing it. You're thwarting gravity. With, you know what? Stairs are... Big shout to stairs, dude. Dude, we gotta give love to, yeah. to the to steps. Yeah, wow. Um, who won the week? Stairs. <laughs> stairs won the week. Apex Mountain. Um, stairs. Oh, definitely stairs. Yeah. So yoga also. Um, my favorite part is the shavasana, the Me, the meditation me too. at the end. Me too. Because I had these legitimate moments where. If I'm really able to do it, I'm able to be mindful and yeah. escape. And like, I will have these little thoughts where I like untangle things. Yeah. And I'm like, that thing, yes. like, don't worry about that so much. Yes. That's the best part, dude. It's I fucking awesome. Really, I get to a point with yoga where I'm like, okay, I've kind of had enough. And there's still like 10 minutes left of poses to do. I'm like, I just want to get to the meditation part yeah. now. What's your favorite pose? Like, child. But like, if we're not talking about just like, you know, I'm basically laying down, downward dog. Downward dog, I like a lot. Another one, the one like kind of out there pose I like, and I looked for it as I learned different yeah. poses. I was like, which one, what's one that I can call my favorite that's a little out there? Yeah. The out there pose that I kind of like is pigeon. Have you done pigeon? Yeah, I don't love pigeon. I, for some reason, can do pigeon. Well. I really, what's the one where you're balancing on, it's not warrior three, but you're balancing warrior on one leg. Tough. It is, it's hard. And you're putting your other foot up like, to your like knee yeah but but not on your knee right it has to be on your thigh or on yeah. your shin yeah 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 you. exactly also the the lady we went to yesterday was the fucking knee nazi dude she did yeah, not want she was not fucking around with knees well she she specified to me my knee was out too much on the the lunge the runner's lunge i actually appreciated that because i was like oh this actually feels better when i move it back so the fact that you also noticed that i didn't get talked to makes me realize that you're thinking about all the same shit of I course am right i am yeah, jake okay. and i don't know that like other people are at all or well no they are it's not to the extent because I think with other people who are in it for the right reasons, and I'm in, I think I'm in it for the right reasons for me. But I think a lot of people who are there and who have done it more times, they're like, oh, like it's an opportunity to learn, and they've actually yeah. reframed their brain yep. to that. Yep. Um, I know us, and I know Mary Kate, and to a lesser extent Becky, but I feel like, like even I know Mary Kate does not like being told like what no, to do. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And neither do I really. I don't. Yeah. I don't and either. and I know that you don't. No. I'm it's it's not that I don't appreciate the help it's that i just don't like being kind of called out for doing something wrong in front of a group of people it's because i'm embarrassed me too i'm i'm embarrassed and because i feel like yeah. i and that's the biggest reason why i'm like getting shit trying to get shit right yeah yeah yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah fuck yeah. dude like if i don't get this nope, right she's gonna talk to me i agree so yeah. i like really listen and like i spend more time adjusting yeah 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 like, yeah but it, okay all things said it, it was it was a good time it was good I, and i'm gonna again i think i need to just go more often to get more comfortable and eventually that feeling will probably fade one other thing. It has to do with being at yoga when there's like older women there. Yeah. And it has to do with the violation thing. Right. Your positioning in terms of where you are in the room matters in mm -hmm. yoga. It really matters. Mm -hmm. I was positioned yesterday behind like a middle-aged woman. Yep. I, I spent so much time 
trying to actively not look. Right. So that she didn't feel like I was looking. Right. Because if I were her, I'd be like, this fucking younger dude is looking at me and making me uncomfortable and probably judging me. Yeah. And like, I feel embarrassed and sort of invulnerable in front of him. Yeah. I spent so much time trying to look other ways so that mm-hmm. she would just like hopefully somehow realize that I'm not mm-hmm. judging, I'm not looking. And mm-hmm. it, it's always in the back of my mind too. It's in the back always. of my mind too. And there's one point where like she, we had to do this thing where we had to grab our fucking legs. Yeah, yeah. And she couldn't do it. She had to use the strap. And right. I was like, oh, like even though I saw it, right. I wanted her to think I didn't oh, see it. Oh no! Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. I was like, I just don't. Oh, like, no, man. don't worry about it. Like, oh, like oh. I don't. Don't think about it. Mm. Like middle-aged woman from Hooks it. Right. I probably have like vast ideological differences with. <laughs> I know. Don't I think know. about it. Like I like. Do, do well, just, hey, no, you're both there. You're both at yoga class. Yeah, like, that's true. That's I th- true. Yeah, so I'm with you. It's a minefield of neuroses when you go into the yoga studio, as you or I. And like that's and that's like what we're tr- trying to help. But I know, and it does. At the end of it, I felt a lot better. Yeah, I do too. I do too. It does help. It does. But it, I, 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 do you think it would be possible to get over that shit ever? Be completely over that. Um. Maybe not completely, but you it'd be more manageable. And maybe it is more manageable than it used to be because, frankly, uh, yeah. that kind of shit would have sent younger me into, like, total oh, shutdown. I, like, would have refused to, like, go at all. That's one of the reasons why I never did go to yoga was, was like, be, I was, I'm too uncomfortable. You were like, just trying to avoid yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah, That Yeah. I, I, I was the same, I think. Um, You ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it.